0: Previously on the J and Dan podcast.
1: So you go over here like Monty. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll keep my nose out of your business. If you let me in your business.
2: Mm-hmm. It seems like I'm coming on to him sexually. I don't want... That's not Come on, the, it'll be fun. That's not the message I want to convey to Monty at all. Mm-hmm. They're the worst drug dealer ever. They took money from everyone, sent out like an email saying, Oh, I can't quite get you that that weed. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. oh. So welcome to Europe. Eh? I never get asked a question like that. I've- I love the fact that he thought it was like a dirty question. Oh...
2: Welcome to Europe, eh? Mm-hmm. That's O'Neill, right when he
1: ejaculates.
3: Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had a good one last week because uh, it was revealed during the the conference call that I took it in the shower. Mm-hmm. You took it in the shower? I took. Elaborate, please. I you took it in the shower. Oh. I took the phone oh. call. Mm-hmm. Well, There's a shelf that's uh, out of spray zones. <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast presented by our good friends at Coors Light.
2: Coors Light. Paul Maurice is getting laid. Oh.
1: <laughs> that. Laid. Hey, jump into the spray zone.
2: Spray zone seems like a... A low-rent water park in the Durham region that you run after you're inevitably fired by Bell
1: Media? No, we had one. It was called Wild Water and Wheels. Oh, so there was like go-karts and stuff? Wild Water and Wheels stuff. If you YouTube that, I bet you will get the theme song. It was pretty catchy. It's where my friend Justin, when we were doing the go-karts once, he was laughing so hard, he pissed his pants.
2: Yes! <laughs> Love that. That means you're having a good time.
1: <laughs> That's never, I've never done that and I've had plenty of good times.
2: You've never peed your pants a little bit laughing? Just a little bit. A little trickle pee? little no. bit. Just no. a little trickle pee. Peeing and urine have nothing to do with one another. Trickle pee. Wait, peeing and urine have nothing to do with one
1: another? Laughing and urine. Sorry. Laughing Laugh- <laughs> and urine have nothing, <laughs> and poo have nothing to do <laughs> with one another. Hey, welcome to the Jan Dan podcast. It's uh, the week of November 12th. We're only a few shopping days away from Christmas.
2: <laughs> Are you the kind of person who locks it all down early? No. I,
1: well, I'm going to try to change it. Last year, I was buying stuff on the 24th, and I don't like that.
2: Yeah. I think I mentioned my dad did that every year. <laughs> and he would buy my mom's Christmas gifts from our drugstore.
1: I was going to say that. I told my kids. We went into the Orno General Store. I'm like, kids, uh, make your Christmas list of anything in the store.
2: <laughs> exactly. My dad would be like, it would be the 24th. We'd, of course, be working, my sister and I. And then at about 5.58 p.m., he'd send the PA message out, Aaron to the dispensary, please. Aaron to the dispensary. And then he would send her down the health and beauty aisle. just to get really whatever was there. A lot of uh, hair dye? a lot of like uh, bath, I was going to say bath salts, but that makes it sound sound like my mom was a meth head.
1: (laughs) Which maybe she is now. She's retired from Palm Springs. She might have all sorts of of time to make meth. (laughs) The uh, the natural food store in my town, they had a a customer appreciation day the other day, so you get a little gift bag, and my daughters love it, so you get lip balms and teas that I'll never drink and one of them was bath salts and it was homemade (laughs) bath salts it was like Betty's bath salts and it came in a cocaine pouch and it looked like cocaine
2: Hmm. well I'm sure some people are treating it like cocaine
1: but I'm thinking like some granny's got this sitting around her house and her kids like what is
2: what What is granny doing? granny's a cokehead granny's a granny's like scarface like, hey, Scarface, make me some cookies, you big cokehead. And she's like, what? You're my grandbabies. F- you, Granny. You coked up.
1: F-. Why did they turn on her because of her addiction? Because they are straight edge. Hey, uh, stop found the wild water and wheels theme. This is a catchy jingle. It's going to be stuck in your head. Here we go.
2: Ready for a wild summer? Wild Water and Wheels is open every day for the most affordable family fun under the sun on the Grand Strand. There's so much fun at Wild Water and Wheels you'll never want to leave. Live after
0: five Fridays is back with live entertainment on the way full Stage this Friday.
2: Wait,
1: that's not my town.
2: Okay, couple of things. (laughs) Whoever voiced over that ad definitely was snorting Granny's bath salts because he was flying. That's
1: where he was like. (laughs) All right, let's do this. So you got to do Wild Water and Wheels, Peterborough. That was the Grand Strand. I've never heard of the Grand Strand.
2: The Strand? Maybe that's uh, down in Manhattan Beach or something.
1: Oh, I have uh, big news out of Orono this week. Massive. Like, this is... I just got some tea in my eye. (laughs) This is going to rock your world. Go on.
2: (laughs) Really (laughs) building up
1: the suspense. So, uh, I know the, uh, the organizer of the Santa Claus parade. And uh, she's always. You're going,
2: Santa Claus.
1: She always comes around and she's like, hey, do you want to take part in the parade? And I'm like, yeah, hey, tell me the date. So she came over on Saturday. She goes, oh. And she says, Dan. Hey, you want to come over and be in the parade? She said, I was wondering if you can take part in the parade. I said, well, when's the date? And I said, uh, uh, and she said, next weekend. So that's the Grey Cup. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to be in Edmonton for the Grey Cup. She goes, really? Because I was going to ask you to be someone really special. (gasps) She was going to ask me to be Santa. Oh, But then once I tell this to my kids and other people, they're like, well, you you don't have the body type?
2: Well, give (laughs) give you a couple of weeks. You got a couple of weeks, and I have faith (laughs) that you could do it. You could pack out a bunch of LBs before then.
1: I would have been in my glory on the top of a... Ho, oh, ho, ho, ho!
2: Yeah, you'd be, good. you'd be good in that sense. You'd be all in. Where's your granny?
0: Snorting bath salts next to her tea kettle? at
2: <laughs> Where's your bath salt addicted granny, get off my
1: knee! I'll come down your chimney. Well, that's a little kid. What? No. What's I'm saying, wrong with I'm you? I'm yelling that to the mom. Oh,
2: I see. The mom's okay.
1: And then halfway, and it's like half a kilometer. I would be kicked off the float,
2: <laughs> hitting on every mom. Hey, mom, out there. Yeah, you in the second row, <laughs> next to the
1: bakery. I'd. F- yeah, in this Santa suit. Shh, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'd
2: fuck Santa. <laughs> yeah, <you>. he <laughs> good. Oh, 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 Who wants to ride Santa's? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, that took a turn. Uh <laughs> stop! Did we find the Peterborough Wildwater? <laughs> <laughs> No, It doesn't seem to exist on the internet. Okay. Um, if uh, we have a second, so we're going to be taking phone calls uh, on this podcast, but uh, before we get to that, I wanted to give an exclusive restaurant review. Now, we've talked, we've talked about a restaurant that used to be a Montana's across from uh, TSN here. Then it oh, became, yes. Then it became awesome. a pub, and now it's another restaurant. Now, when it was the
2: pub, oh, okay, you don't want to give it away?
1: No. Well, just just in case people, I think it's a fair review.
2: Oh, boy. If you're not given the name, I don't know (laughs) if I believe that. It's literally across the street from us here at TSN in Scarborough.
1: Okay, the one issue I had, the major issue, it's got operating room lighting. Like, it's the fluorescence, but not fluorescence, those new bulbs. LEDs. I hate them.
2: (laughs) Well, the, the reason they put those in is because they last forever, I think.
1: Well, that place isn't going to be.
2: <laughs> and It's already changed hands, what, twice since yes. we've been back, so
1: that's 80% of my view of a restaurant is the lighting. I'm all about lighting. 80%? Yes. That food was garbage, but God, those Edison bulbs. How, like the lighting in the South Korean restaurants, I couldn't get over it. How bright it was? Yes.
2: Again, I think they're just all about efficiency. What can we put in here? But I agree. I I have to say, Dan, I agree with you.
1: And you look into the place, and you, and it's not inviting. Like I was looking in the windows. And, yeah.
2: I was at Bar Isabel. We took you to Bar Isabel. The Spanish, right. That that I Spanish place, right? The Spanish place. You wanted pasta.
1: <laughs> How great was the lighting in there? The lighting's Excellent.
2: fantastic.
1: Okay, so they had twenty-eight screens. Great to watch a game. TSN on not a single one. Again, they're across the street Jesus, from us. guys, come on. We're literally right over here. They had, like, soccer channels I'd never seen. They had the NFL Network. They had some other... We had the Monday
2: Nighter on.
1: And the Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Why do we have that, by the way? Um It feels like you're sitting in a mess hall. I don't know about you, but I need cover in a restaurant. I don't want my back in the open in case someone comes in what, to settle do you think a score. this is
2: the first Godfather movie someone's gonna
1: don't you I' don't grab a th- gun
2: from the toilet and come and shoot
1: you it was just one big room not a single wall to separate anything <laughs> they they could have left one of the Montana's walls up <laughs> leave that truck and they have a bear and a canoe leave that in there <laughs> wow, this is um cool. I ordered a glass of wine yes they were out of it <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. And they didn't mention they were out of it before oh. Wow. No. It okay. was
1: uh seven PM. There were five other other people in there.
2: I'm surprised there were that many.
1: Uh here's your uh, menu. Rigatoni with veal meatballs, Languini with shrimp, shrimp spelt shrimp S-H-I-R-M-P. <laughs> <laughs> S-H-I-R-M-P. <laughs> uh Shepherd's Pie with jerk chicken. Uh I don't know. No,
2: that That's doesn't... a mashup, I don't think. Uh, that your, your Jamaican t- people would be happy about
1: your typical salmon. You had a chicken dish, lamb shank—the worst of all the lamb. Did you, so? What did you get? Brisket, rib, steak. I went with the uh, the shirt. No, I first was going to order Sherp? the shrimp, but I went with the veal meatballs and that the rigatoni. The it was most good.
2: appealing of the, pretty good. all the things. No so it was complaints. Pretty good? No
1: complaints. Okay. All right. Um, they have no. They had a happy hour. They said we'll let you get this one under the wire, but they had no red wine, so they think they're going to add that now because I. <laughs> Try to order. They're going to
2: add the red wine to the menu that is on their menus. <laughs> no,
1: to the happy hour list. <laughs> okay. Uh, server was very <laughs> nice. Uh, they had R- attractive. Yeah, she's nice. Um Ooh. great music! Sounds like they had a connection R and B music on. What R Kelly? No, no, it was like. And uh, then the sounds of like pissing? Motown. Motown. Oh, okay. Um, then it changed. We almost went to man to man coverage. There was four weight staff and five customers total Wow um <laughs> I, on the big screen in the middle massive screen I was watching what appeared to be a three hour Raptors pregame show um, and then it was just me and two other dudes left men feed my mouth <laughs> and we we're so we were outnumbered by staff Wow pregame show finally ended uh, I mentioned I'd never watched that much of an NBA warm-up ever
2: okay was and, it do we have that game? Ra- no. Uh, oh, okay. It's Some other, other guys. Channel. Right.
1: Then the sound is up. They turn Who the music up. Who hosts
2: the other guys? Who?
1: Brad Fay? Our guy? No, I should know the people, but eh, it doesn't matter. not important. Uh, then, so they turn the music up. Then they put the sound up for the game. Except the volume of every TV is now up, and they're all on different <laughs> channels. <laughs> So the two dudes, they did not... This never even phased them. I was giggling to myself. So they would lower the volume, and then like, okay, i oh got this figured out. And then they crank it again, and it was it was like an SNL skit. Uh, so That's So awesome. they couldn't figure it out. They cranked the sound, then turned it off, then tried again. And I wrote, by the way, the two other guys here don't care at all about this Raptors game. Every staff member was on the case. They finally figured it out. So we got to the game. And then those guys asked for their bill. And then I asked for mine. <laughs> and since then, it's been abandoned. Uh, and so I had the wine, the pasta with meatballs. Did you get a nice dessert? I didn't see a dessert menu. Plus a tip, $44. Oh, it's not that bad. Uh, maybe it's a little pricey for what you got. So um, if they fix the light, hey, it's, it's salvageable. Walls <laughs> and lighting...
2: I'd love to see a show on CTV. It's like uh, like Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, but it's Dan O'Toole's Lighting Nightmares, and it's just you going into restaurants and be like, we just change out the bulbs, and then you leave. And they're like, <laughs> but we're having some problems with one of our cooks. Not my problem. I fixed the bulbs. You deal
1: with that. Yeah, I have no problem with that. But aren't you the same? You don't want to sit in the middle of a... A mess hall for dinner. I'm less concerned about that
2: and more concerned about the lighting. I'm totally with you on the lighting. It has to be right. And there
1: was a manager. Hospitality there. in general. They were going around checking things, and I, I wanted to turn around. Said, so "Guys, can I give you? Can I give you a review? <laughs> a why didn't you? Just be honest with it's them. They probably s- appreciate it. Not my place. What? What are you talking about? You're one of their best customers. You're one of their regulars. They got to hear this feedback. Because I, I would leave, they'd be like this. F- guy. I know the restaurant business. This guy comes in here. Look at this place. It's doing fine. (laughs) I don't think they would think that. I think
2: they're pretty painfully aware of how well they're doing. (sighs) Outnumbering the customers in the restaurant they're running. It's not a good thing.
1: We could cut a deal for the the and Dan Christmas party over there.
2: That would be not too bad, actually. And we... I think we might have discussed this before. Producer Tim amazingly did not spend our budget, our show budget last year, and it went bye-bye. So we got to crank it up for the holidays this year.
1: Um, By the way, having TSN not on a single channel reminded me of one of our bosses at Fox. His game plan to get FS1 on channels across (laughs) the nation... (laughs) was for staff members to go to a bar and say, hey, uh, you got FS1? Because he said once they put it on there, the bar never changes it. Yeah. So that was... <laughs> That's the plan. That was the plan. They're like, hey, you're in a restaurant, ask for SF1. FS1, whatever. SF1, I called it.
2: I mean, I just remember them giving us business cards. Apparently Booger McFarland's pinky is effed up. He's just on the T V right now. Now I'm kind of obsessed with seeing it. But yeah, because really they gave up. us
1: they gave us cards because there's so many cable providers. They'd say, they, Well, we've got uh like AT t- yeah. and
2: T. AT and T Uverse we're on fourteen oh one. Direct T V we're on four hundred. Uh Time Warner were on 693. So they gave us business cards with all that information on the back of the business cards. They're like, keep handing them out.
1: Get the word out there. Things are gonna be fine. No. And you know what it's like asking a staff member to change a TV at a restaurant? That's it's That's a pain. I know. And then when you have to remind them, they're like yeah. and then they've got a The remote never works. They don't know what channel... Then they're like, do you know what channel? I'm like, "Ah, I know.
2: Hey, Dan. Can we fix this? Dan, I went to uh, my 20th Ryerson Radio and Television reunion on Saturday. Speaking of bars, we're at the Duke of Cornwall, Dundas and University, downtown Toronto. Right,
1: that's right, downtown. That's like you have to walk down steps, don't you?
2: Uh, Yes, exactly. And it's a massive pub. And there was no one there but our class. I'm like, it was a Saturday night. Like, if we weren't here, there would be no one in this pub. Who's funding this pub? It was like the restaurant you went to
1: tonight. But that's the problem with the downtown core in Toronto. It shuts down the weekend. Well, that's
2: specific. That's University Ave. So that is like hospital row. So I don't know if they're expecting the surgeons in between <laughs> gallbladder replacements to stop in for a couple of pints. That's what I'd do if I were a surgeon.
1: Or if you're visiting someone at the hospital, you're like, I can't
2: take yeah, this I can't, anymore. Yeah, I can't have this food anymore. I'll go grab a beer. Oh, yeah, maybe they were thinking that. There was no one there. But I got made fun of by everybody because I got caught in a couple of like classic half-hour conversations with people I'd never really spoken to mm-hmm. while I was going to school. Because I tend to just post up and let people... Circulate to me. Oh, I do the opposite. I'm like,
1: hey, good to see Okay, see you later. Uh,
2: this is what everyone else is doing. Everyone was doing quick. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I got to learn to do that. I just don't know how. I can't get out of conversations. Oh,
1: I, I don't want to be in a conversation. I just can't get out of them. I'm like, uh, uh, ah. Yeah, yeah. A minute into a conversation, I'm like, how long has this been? Three hours? <laughs> God, this guy won't shut up.
2: But I did get out of there. At a decent hour and go to Bar Isabel. There you go. For dinner. So that was like a breakthrough for me. All right. So here we go. Did
1: anyone else in that class get a job in broadcasting? Actually,
2: this is the interesting thing. Two interesting things. Im- Im- immensely successful class, like really successful. Mostly people here. In- Mansbridge. Mansbridge. Uh, Rick Mercer was in my class. Knowlton Nash was in my class. <laughs> Bob Cole. <laughs> Actually, Bob Cole's daughter, Megan Cole, was in my class. Oh, no. was she there? Uh, Meg's wasn't there because she lives in Vancouver. But uh, lots of really successful behind-the-scenes types. Not as many on-air people in my class, but very successful behind-the-scenes types. But the biggest Mark thing... Mark Burnett. Mark Burnett was in our class. Um, Chuck Lorre, creator of <laughs> Two and a Half Men, in my class. The biggest takeaway, though, everyone looked fantastic. Everyone's eight. Everyone looks better now than we did in school.
1: Or maybe you like all no look, one's fat. But no maybe you all look really bad and in each other's eyes. You
2: think you look good? No, no. Okay. Everyone, everyone, that was the kind of consensus of the night. Like we all look pretty good. Like, like the women looked incredible. Like they've aged incredibly well. Sounds like the men, maybe not so much. But sounds like things were going down at this pub. Possibly. I wasn't a Ooh. part of it. <laughs> Me Chuck Lori... Mark Burnett.
1: Did any professors or anyone show up?
2: No, no. But then at one point, and he's not going to listen, so I don't care. They had a a four-year program, and then they had a two-year program. If you had a previous university degree, you could come to Ryerson and get the Ryerson degree in two years. Fine. So this guy comes up to me, he's like, hey, I'm uh, Paul or whatever. I'm like, hey, man. I'm like, like, in my mind, I'm like, I have no idea who this is. He's like, well, I wasn't in your class. I was in the two-year program, but... uh, I uh, just thought I'd come by. I'm like, but that's not this class. Like, (laughs) nobody here knows
1: you. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) And he came to the bar? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Hey, what's the f***? (laughs) That's what he was there for. (laughs) Like, weird. Okay,
2: fair enough. Okay, are you ready to do this? Because it's time. What are we doing? It's time to take some phone calls.
1: All right. (laughs) I I thought we were doing what uh, Stuff the email he sent us before. Oh, we haven't gotten to any of that stuff. Well,
4: the uh, calls are ringing, so maybe we'll get to that okay. after. We'll okay, to, let's we'll do get that get after. Some calls. Right, cool. right. Okay, so I'll grab a- these uh, names here and we'll uh, Is this our good. third call in show? Yes, it is. This All is right. exciting.
1: It's great to hear. Uh, and so far, I think we are like 100% on having something related to the city that people are calling from, like an experience or know someone. So I want to keep that trend going. Hmm. So
2: if it's somewhere you haven't been, Quickly hang
1: up.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. Raps are in a dogfight against the Pellys here as we're doing this podcast. Could have been
1: watching that across the street. Sound
2: up. You and the staff, just (laughs) shoulder to shoulder, drinking the booze that's not selling.
1: I'm going to wear sunglasses next time.
2: bothers me that Gary Bettman got inducted to the Hall of Fame tonight.
1: Or just get a dimmer. Get a dimmer light.
2: Wait until he retires. I know he's going to go in. I get it. He's going in. I'm not arguing that. Why does it have to happen now? It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's the worst. It's just, I I don't hate him. He's whatever. I'm indifferent.
1: Just bothers me. I wonder if he got booed.
2: Hope so. He probably got booed, but like, you know, like in a funny way, like, boo. (laughs) We're in on the joke now. (laughs) Thanks for making us all this money, Gary, say the owners.
1: We were discussing um, the NHL expanding to a European division. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen because of the money. Like expansion fees, 600 per team. Every owner is going to be like, "Uh, yeah, I'm in. Yep. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm." And they're going to be charging euros
1: Okay, or British
2: pounds, even better.
1: Stuff we're, we're good to go.
2: Yeah, we got some. We uh, good to go. We All right, who, we'll who's up first? Brad. Brad, where's Brad from? Brad, hey Brad, how you doing? Not too bad, boys. How are you? Really, really great. Where are you from, Brad?
5: I am from Sedley, Saskatchewan. The Sedley Metropolitan Area, just southeast of Regina.
2: Southeast of the Giants. Sedley. How many people in Sedley?
5: Uh, roughly 400, I suppose. It uh, depends how many decided to get pinned in the city on a given day.
2: Right. So it's uh, it's Orono like in a way.
5: Orono like, yeah. It could. <laughs> it could be, but wait, wait, wait. I, d- I've never been to Orono, but I did want to ask you boys if you can hear this. Okay. I uh, I just cracked a silver bullet. You know. Yes. The pod. Very yes.
1: nice product placement by you, Brad. Very nice Do you done. guys have a, uh, a stoplight there in Gimblet? Uh, a simblet? What is it?
5: No, sadly, no, sadly. there's no, there's no stoplight here. We barely have a stop sign. In fact, we actually have a street sign that uh, is supposed to say Asinaboya Avenue. Uh, at the end, it's supposed to say B-O-I-A, and uh, they've actually screwed up the spelling on the sign. It's B-I-O-A. <laughs> so we have uh, Asinaboya Avenue instead of Asinaboya. Uh.
1: So where do you go buy your, uh, your Coors Lights there?
5: Uh, just at the Sedley Hotel. The uh the good folks there. Eddie and Jeffrey from uh from Bangladesh bought the place a few years ago and, and uh there's the uh the best thing that's happened to this town in years.
2: Wow, Bangladesh. So they just posted up in Sedley and said, F it man, we're running this town now.
5: Yeah, life life is good here, man. I, I I don't want to explain to you. I probably shouldn't uh, put my name to uh, what the conditions were like before they bought it. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's
2: good. That's very positive.
5: <laughs> it's been a good thing. So.
2: How far are you from the the city that rhymes with fun?
5: Uh, about twenty five minutes door to oh, door kind of that's thing. Oh, uh, massive. It's not too bad.
1: So. Oh yeah. So you can. Sorry, about, sorry about your riders.
5: Uh, you, you know what, man? Brandon Bridge was in quarterback. I don't think that surprised anybody in the province here. Sure, I heard, I heard a couple people on the radio today that were a little disappointed, but uh, most of us have have the common sense we could have seen that coming a mile away. So,
2: so do you have? Uh, we we should probably move on to another call, Brad. But do you have a question or anything before we let you go?
5: Well, I do. Yeah, actually, I had a qu- like a super quick comment for you, Jay. Uh, I know you guys have been super obsessed about the D Bar in Toronto. Yes, I just, yes. I just yes, we wanted have. to mention that my my wife texted me a screen grab. I was at the game. Last night, freezing my uh, freezing my short and curly's off, and uh, uh, she texted me a screen grab of my grade twelve teacher with a sign uh, for the screen grab from the TSN broadcast. That my grade twelve teacher had a sign at the playoff game that said "Believe in the
0: D." <laughs> and uh, I thought you boys would enjoy that story. I thought
2: maybe you guys might see him there sometime. How did we miss that? Believe in <laughs> Believe the D, in the D. <laughs> How did we miss that?
5: If you guys get a chance to meet Dean Zacharias He's a beauty And uh, anyway, I, uh, I thought you'd enjoy that And then number two uh, My actual question was um, I've emailed Bob McKenzie about this for the Bobcast in the past He has never responded He probably thought that I was Dan O'Toole Using a burner account or something like that <laughs>
2: Dan doesn't know how to set up a burner now, <laughs> you know that, Brad. <laughs>
5: My question was who uh, who makes uh, who composes the TSN event music, say like for Friday Night Football oh. or for the Scotties and the Briar and the World Juniors? Which I have to confess, uh, I, I didn't realize were the same song until last year. Hmm. But but, but who makes question. Those? Cause they're, they're
2: they're they're great tunes, right? Uh, you know, I have no idea. Do you, Staff might know better than we might know. Staff, do you have any idea? I I always assume they farmed that out to a uh, a company. Yeah, you know, I think, obsession I think it musicians. On
4: a, uh, like case by case basis as well. I think some of it just probably put together in house. The more complicated stuff goes out. I'm not hundred percent sure though.
2: Yeah. So we are totally not good sources of information <laughs> for you, question, there, Brad. Though. But it is a very good question. We'll find out. We'll talk to our I'm, bosses. I'm and then sending
1: we'll... our boss a text right now. Perfect. He and responds then... to me about uh, in three four days.
2: Okay. Perfect. So <laughs> that'll be in time for the next podcast. So, Brad, if you listen to the next podcast, we'll have your answer.
5: Yeah, I would love to, and if Toulsy could send that in a tweet instead of a text, I think that would be even more entertaining
2: than a awesome. <laughs> yes. Sounds good, Brad. Okay. Enjoy uh, the Sedley Hotel. Say hi to the guys there for us. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, thanks, Brad. my call, boys. Have a good one. Okay, take care. And uh, who do we have next? What uh, a good old Canadian boy. Yes, yep.
4: Arthur here.
2: Arthur, uh, where are you
0: from, bud? Hi, uh, I'm from where Dan O'Toole started his uh,
5: news anchor career of Vancouver. British Columbia.
1: All right. Wow. So um have you ever been to Ladner? That's where I lived. Ladner, no. Uh actually when I played hockey
5: as a kid, yeah, I I think I did a game there game there or two.
1: Nice. You have to go out through the tunnel and you can go to Tawasin, you can visit James Sabolski. I believe he used to live there. Anyway, um what's <laughs> did you call with a question? Yeah,
5: uh so I know that Jay Onright wrote a book like I uh, have two books now and I'm wondering if you're gonna write one soon.
2: Yeah. That's a great question.
5: <laughs> and what the what would the title be?
2: Oh,
1: see uh, see I'm not
2: the uh... uh Men Feed My Mouth, the Dan <laughs> O'Toole story.
1: Uh yeah, I've been asked this many times, but the the second I think about it, it annoys me with how much time you'd have to put into it. I have a but tough I time like you... I have a tough time returning texts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's no chance you would put the work in, but you always said you wanted us to do a kids book, and uh, as we both know, every kids book has approximately 30 words in it and 10 pages, and we just need to get an illustrator.
1: I wrote a rough copy for a kids book. Jay and Dan fight a bear. I mean, you probably get that sold tomorrow. New York best time
2: sellers. Yeah, so there you go. So look for that maybe next holiday season,
1: or we can get me a ghostwriter. And if I don't have to sit down and talk to them, they just make it up?
2: I'm well, in. that's the Christy McClellan Day ghostwrites every book of every athlete in this country. She just co- uh, ghostwrote the Cujo book, the Curtis Joseph book. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure she's free. Okay, perfect. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, th- great question. Great question. Thank you for your call, and uh, have a terrific
1: night. Thank you, Jay.
2: All right, who's next?
1: We got Matt here. Matt. Matt, good old Matt. Uh, I'm gonna guess Matt is from somewhere in Manitoba.
6: Hey boys, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not from Manitoba. I uh, actually, right now, I'm on campus of Carleton University in our nation's capital. Oh, uh and one of my favorite I'm cities from, in Canada. Uh, I'm from a very small town in Nova Scotia. What small town is that? Let's give him a shout out. Uh, Barrington Passage, Nova Scotia. But, uh, but say what now? <laughs> Uh, Barrington Passage.
2: Barrington Passage. How many people in Barrington Passage, Matt?
6: Uh, that's a bit of a gray area. Um, <laughs> I, I would say probably, uh, 500 or so. Not, okay. uh, it's no Steadley. I mean, we, uh, we got a grocery store. I don't know what okay. do in, uh, in Steadley, Saskatchewan, but, uh, we're, we're thriving with our lobster industry.
2: What about Barrington Passage? Do you have a liquor store?
6: We do have a liquor store. Unfortunately, uh, the NSLC, which is the liquor corporation they uh they didn't bring the cannabis down to uh to Barrington passage so we got to travel a bit for the uh oh. the legal weed
2: how uh, far do you have to go to get to to halifax for example uh,
6: uh halifax would be uh two and a half three hours ooh, ooh, how fast hey. you're driving oh that's a hike so how yeah. do you
1: like in ottawa how long you been there
6: i like it i'm in uh, i'm in my second year and it's a beautiful city you know politics going on so i like it a lot
1: have you been to the war
6: museum i have it's uh it's it's very good.
2: Yes, it's stunning. What is your uh, career? Are you going? Are you there for journalism?
6: Uh, communications, actually. I oh, okay. Gotta, I, sorry, I gotta. I gotta shout out my buddy uh, Graham May He's in the journalism program. Um, he's a he's a big fan of you guys. But uh, we're.
1: Well, tell him thank Tell
2: you. him to go f- himself.
1: Okay. Uh, what's your question? Just wait. I just want to. Oh, sorry. What's your favorite bar in the market?
6: Oh, geez. I'm I'm a big pub guy, so I uh, I like the old Dubliner. Um, I'm not uh, not too much into the clubs. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, as, as far as my question, it's yeah. actually a, a, Shoot, it's a bit man. of a it's a bit of a would you rather oh, I love inspired it. by Ben Teller. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been on much, but I'm Good I'm one guy. of the fifty six percent that would love to have him back. Fair so, enough. <laughs> so, my my would you rather is kind of geared toward uh, Dan. So, the question is, would you rather have to fight off one hundred duck sized Ben Tellers or one horse sized Ben Teller?
1: See, it's an easy fight. Any of them, if it's a Ben Teller-sized anything, it's you remind him that Donald Trump won the election. He'll burst into tears, and fights over. So I think I'm just a, a, a penis guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think if I could answer for Dan, though, wouldn't you rather have just to listen to one, like a hundred of them? That's a hundred. Hey, Dan's. Mm. Hey, hey Dan. Gotta, are we gonna you fight? Take them away.
6: <laughs>
1: Yeah, it would be fun just punting them like footballs.
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks for the call, buddy. Ooh, right, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy Ottawa.
2: Thanks, Matt. All right, I love it. Take it easy, guys. Take care, buddy. All right, uh, let's take uh
1: Still uh, take not seeing any uh, responses from our bosses you got here. got Adam here on the line.
2: Adam. Adam, Adam good to have you on. Uh, where are you from, buddy?
7: Hey, bud. I'm uh, from Waterloo, Ontario, but oh. originally from Redger, Alberta. I used oh. to watch Dutch on the old RDTV when he used to do local sports.
2: Whoa, whoa,
1: so that's a long, long, a long time, long time ago. ago. How old are you?
7: I just turned 40 this year.
1: Okay. Wow. I've been to, I believe they have an A&W in Red Deer? Uh, yeah, Red Deer is a big city. Uh, Red Deer, you stopped at that A&W
2: on the way, Calgary, Debbenton. We stopped at on the craft tour. Yeah, that's right. We did stop there in the craft tour. Uh, what, so what are you doing in, you've been in Waterloo for a while then? like Waterloo's Yeah, I came home? out
7: here to go to the University of Waterloo. Uh, Study computer science and this oh, yeah. kind of stuff. It's a great tech town. You're so, you're working at Blackberry? Uh, no, no, but I work with a lot of former Blackberry people. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, Blackberry's right. still going, though. It
7: is, yeah.
1: Okay, good to know. Good
2: Matt to know. Cause, I did his podcast. By the way, Matt Cause, shout out to Matt Cause. Check it out. It's his Wine and Other Stuff with Interesting People podcast. Really fun. Anyway, Matt still was using a Blackberry, which I really appreciated and made a lot of sense. So, um, Sorry, I didn't get... uh, Do you have a question for us?
7: Yeah, I have two. How come you guys didn't do Movember this year? That's a crying shame. You guys both had fabulous mustaches. Um, Great question. I do it every year. It's so much fun. Um, But anyway... No, that's a good uh, question.
2: That's a legitimate question. Um, I think for us, we just thought... We'd done it for so many years. I think we just thought we're gonna let other people have the spotlight. We heard the NHL players were gonna go really heavy with it this year. And we just thought let's let everybody else have the spotlight for a year. Uh do and, it. Up. And we
1: had done it probably seven, eight years in a row.
2: Yeah. I think it was just it just felt like maybe we should let other people uh pass the baton is sort of what our was our philosophy on that one. So it doesn't mean we won't do it in the future, but um yeah. That's That was well, I'll, basically I'll
7: it. take it. I'll, I'll tweet you my page. Maybe you can throw me a bone. I put out, uh, I'm trying to hit 5,000 this year for fundraising. Fantastic. So cool okay, perfect.
2: Target. Yeah, definitely. But uh, still. Um, send us uh, via the Twitter, to, at Jay and Dan. That'll and I great. had
1: my prote- prostate check this year. Um, everyone's always like, oh, did it hurt? No, it's a fun experience. You want to <laughs> get in there. You want the doctor to make sure. And you leave there, he's like, you're fine. And then you have a hop in your step.
2: Yeah, and then you maybe got a little chubber. <laughs>
7: But I love that you guys brought up the NW. What and can count about food? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it you know out West they have different restaurants than they have out east. These guys enough. have both lived in Vancouver, Alberta, Saskatchewan, that kind of stuff. So yep. I miss taco time like crazy. The yes. Mexican fries and the sauce there are fantastic. There also used to be an old place Bonanza. Oh yeah, um, it was like all you can eat. Um, but you can cut this. But
2: you can cut the steak with your, a fork like it was like. <laughs> The salad bar was pretty solid at Bonanza. I'm with you on taco time. I, uh, now, here's what upset me, though. They stopped making the soft super tacos a few years ago. They kind of changed their menu a bit. And I used to eat, crush those soft super tacos. I don't, so I feel like they've changed a little bit. I feel like the taco time that you and I remember growing up, you and Red Deer and me in Athabasca, is not the taco time. You're missing something that doesn't exist anymore. That's, what I'm, that's my argument to you.
7: Yeah. So, are there any other fabulous chains from the west that never made it east that you missed?
2: Well, it was always Earls and Cactus Club, but they're mm-hmm. fully in Toronto and and
1: there used to be a, now. a Mary Browns out uh, out west in Fort McMurray, but now Mary Browns is even in Ontario. Um, Harvey's used to be just in Ontario. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's gone cross country i think it was always
2: i don't know i think it was always cross country it's never it was never as big out west as it was in ontario it was always way bigger i know ontario. a west only chain humpty's humpty's
7: yeah fantastic All yes. night, all day breakfast
1: what about white spot is white spot a uh a that's west o- only that's only west only and pizza 73 is west only right is pizza 73 alberta only it might be Alberta. They advertise there's, there's heavily.
7: definitely one downtown Red Deer right beside the bus station.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the pizza you want, the one right beside the bus station.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, White. Thank you very much. That was fun. Um, I, I have an update from our boss. Oh, but, here we uh, go. The, so I said, who composes the music for TSN events like World Juniors? His response, it's a mix of different people. No one set person.
2: Okay. And I kind of get the impression that the executive producer of the broadcast almost gets to have a little say in that. Because um, remember, you asked about the Friday Night Football Girls or whatever, and they sent you to like. Um,
1: the guy who produced it.
2: Yeah, know. yeah. So, I, but I'm not 100%. And, uh,
1: and our Raptors coverage, there's a synth in the background. That's Rod Black. We mentioned it on the <laughs> show. Rod Black
2: composed that. So, stuff, do we, uh, we want to get to the Jane Dan news? Do we want to do that now? Because we're we're running out of time. I realize this.
4: Uh, well, do you want to go through uh, maybe two more calls? We'll take or? a couple more. And two more calls, we'll, okay. and then we'll Close get to the off. news. Who abbreviated news? Perfect. Yeah. Okay.
1: Perfect. Uh, Love who, it. Who do we have we on got the line? Nat. Nat here. Nat. Nat, what's up, Nat? How's it going, guys?
2: Uh, it's going great. It's going great. Where are you calling us from? Uh, from Pakenham.
8: Pa- Pakenham, Ontario.
2: Pakenham, Ontario. Now, where,
8: now, where in Ontario is that? that? In the Ottawa Valley. <laughs>
2: Oh, okay, cool, cool. So um, what do you do there? What do you do in Pakenham? Just pack hams?
8: Uh I'm just sitting here, hanging out, you know, watching the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame uh, ceremony right now.
2: How do you feel about Gary Bettman, uh, Gary's speech? Eh, it was a little long, I guess.
8: Yeah. <laughs> That's about it.
1: Yeah, some of those people, they, they don't realize. Uh, again, I haven't seen a second of this year's coverage, so I don't know how long the, uh, the speeches are. But at any speech in any point in your life, yeah. shorter is always better. Yeah, I, I think a 20-minuter is plenty to me. No, I, I would say 10.
2: <laughs> how about two? How about five? How about do like Joe Pesci when he won the Oscar for Goodfellas and went up and went, thank you very much, and walked off the stage. Just grabbed his Oscar and said, you guys. Uh, okay, Pakenham, let's uh, let's discuss. Do you have a question for us? Uh, not really a
8: question. More just like, you know, I'm a, a big fan of you guys. I watch every night and
1: Thanks, I watch
8: the pod every week on, on YouTube. And Nice. Alright. Uh, yeah.
1: So uh, give us a review of the show. Um, Things that you like about the show. How about yeah. uh, Scrum Lurkers?
2: <laughs> love it. <laughs> love all, love all of it. What is there something you would change? Maybe have producer Tim fired?
8: <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm 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 pretty much good with the show, basically.
2: Okay, that's good. That's that's a positive review. review. That's
8: I've watched you guys for years, so I I know I know all your humor and everything. So
2: yeah, we don't change much. Yeah, (laughs) we're not capable of emotional growth. It's just not with us. I'm still
1: a... trying to find out where Pakenham is. It's in the Yellow Valley?
2: Pakenham's the coolest name. Uh, Ottawa, Valley. To... Ottawa, Ottawa
1: Valley. Valley. I thought you said the Yellow... I'm like, yeah. there's no Yellow Valley in Ontario?
2: Ah, uh, the, uh, the infamous <laughs> <Yeah>. Yellow Valley.
1: <laughs>
8: yeah, I'm about half an hour from Ottawa.
1: Oh, and we already had a guy from Ottawa. here. he was going to school there, and uh, yeah, I've... I've stressed my love for that city on this podcast several times and if there was a, a city i could handpick to live in in canada if i got booted out of where i live i'd I'd choose ottawa wow yeah.
2: that's a very uh, that's high praise i'm quite
8: happy in the valley so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a country guy so the city life's a little too much for me and nat
2: do you uh how are the weed laws treating you the new uh legal I, I don't smoke that stuff all right good uh <laughs> good to hear that's what we that was the answer that was a trick question. <laughs> Nat, uh, we really appreciate you having uh, listened and watched all these years, and uh, I hope you have a terrific night, my friend.
8: Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, on, Okay,
2: thanks, take Dad. care, my friend. Talk to you, buddy. And maybe we take one more. Uh, <laughs> He's a
4: real yeah. teetotaller. <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> <Who laughs> <makes laughs> the last one? This is Jordan.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: Jordan, where are you calling from?
4: Hey, bud, I'm calling from Saskatoon. Oh, yes,
2: boy, yes, town. love
1: that town. Are you at uh, the Crazy Cactus?
2: No,
0: I don't
1: go there. What? Why? Uh, it's kind of greasy.
2: That's exactly why that's, you should be going. You should be there every yeah. night.
0: No, that's it's not really my scene.
2: Here. Okay. That's- oh, you aren't, you aren't a Gringos fan. You're more of a Yard and Flagon guy.
0: Uh let's go like a block down to the left, and you're about right. I'm a Migos guy.
2: Amigos guy. Amigos is good, isn't it? Do they still make pretty decent uh, Mexican fare?
0: I would say like one of my favorite restaurants in the city, and it's probably the best live music venue in Western Canada. Wow,
2: high
1: yeah. praise! Yeah. I and praise. have you been to the uh, the new lobby bar where uh, Jay and I shared a bottle the of James. wine one night? The James. Have you been there?
0: I've heard of the James. James is very. I have friends who work at the James, but yeah, if you're a nice lobby my bar. favorite place.
1: If you're looking for a wealthy, well-off. 60-ish woman. Yeah. You want to be Go there. To the
2: and, who, yes. and who among us isn't looking for that? <laughs>
0: uh, you can speak for yourself there, uh, Dan. Okay. Dan's Dan single. He should be looking for her. Yes. For well, moment. he
2: was that night. <laughs> that <laughs> night, he was looking for that. Uh, so I have
0: uh, two questions. Sure.
2: Okay. Fire Shoot, Jordan.
0: Okay. So first one, uh, in your second book, you mentioned that you spent many of the nights in... Famous Saskatoon establishment, the Black Duck, with CBC's Pia Chattopadhyay. Chattopadhyay, yes. Any great, do you have any great stories? Because my mom was a server there for like eight years.
2: Um, I don't know if I have great stories, but uh, Pia Chattopadhyay and I were talking uh, tonight, right before this podcast. So we have remained friends for 20 years. And the thing I always remember about the Black Duck, so we would finish, we did Sportsline, uh, global in Saskatoon. It would be 11 to 11.30. Then 11.30, we'd pin it downtown to the Black Duck. It would take, you know, 10 minutes, nothing. And we'd be there uh, and have plenty of time to, to crush several pints of... Wait sangria. for it. Sangria. Exactly. It was all sangria there. That's, our, that's all we drank, and it was delicious. By the pitcher... Just drank an obscene amount of sangria at the Black Duck, and then the Black Duck had kind of a sister restaurant called Canard Noir, and that's, and it, that's where the Yarden the flag, flag. It is, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's what I know. So no great stories, but well, I do have one great story about Pia. Is one night absurd? we were we were going out. Yeah, it was. I <laughs> one night we were going out, and uh, and I left. I was the last one leaving her apartment. We were doing a pre-drink at her apartment. And we walk out, and I said, should I lock this door? And she said, no, don't bother. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's not my uh, place. And then we came back, and the entire house had been robbed. And I mean, not just robbed. They had literally backed a truck up to her front door and cleaned out everything. Clothes, electronics, CDs, memorabilia. And she, of course, blamed me for that. And how, I always maintain, I asked you, I said, should I lock this door? But clearly someone was casing the joint. How bad were her neighbors that no one saw this? Well, oh, it's amazing. And just the fact that we were only gone for a few hours and they cleaned out everything <laughs> she owned. Luckily and amazingly, I mean, she was like 23, 24 years old. She had home insurance. Like oh, I don't know I don't know anyone our age who had that. Anyway, she got
1: everything. So what back. did you go back with her and say, oh, Okay, I guess I'm gonna go home. So, yeah. I went back and like walked you know, you walk and you're like
2: Am I am I dreaming? Like there's none of your items are here that were just here three hours ago. <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> And, and yeah, so, anyway, she luckily her parents lived in town. She stayed with them for and, uh, Jordan, a while. And, Jordan, you said you had a second out. question? Oh, yeah, what was your second question? Yeah,
0: so, this month, Amigos is celebrating its 30 years in business. So, this weekend, we got to see the Sadie's live, which is great. Oh, a great band.
2: amazing live band.
0: Amazing. Do you have any great uh, shows that you saw at Amigos?
2: Um, the one band I remember, like, seeing there constantly... It's not, like, an amazing show, but... Again, Pia Chattopadhyay, her best friends that she went to high school with in Saskatoon were in a Steve Miller cover band wow. called Miller Time. And they would play there all the time, and they were fantastic. That's the band I remember most playing. Ooh, take
1: on in, run. Oh,
2: they were great. And then you'd go to a house party, and they'd bust out the guitars, and you had a Miller Time concert going on. Those were good times in Saskatoon. Always we all we yeah. love going there.
1: Thanks for the call, Jordan. Stay warm. We know it's pretty chilly out there.
0: Ah, it's -10. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> See you bad.
2: See, See you bad. All right. Let's uh let's check out the news stuff. This is exciting.
1: This is Jay and Dan Podcast News.
4: Whew. All right. It's we'll uh, try to get this in quickly here. Okay. Um so last week we were introduced to the uh, new O-Dog bark, as we all remember, and yes. here I'll replay it for the to yeah, refresh our uh, memories. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Na- good. Naturally, we want to compare that to the uh, initial uh, noise he made when he was imitating Dan. <laughs> yep.
2: That one was good, so too. So we
4: spiced the uh, new one up a little bit. <laughs>
2: wow! I like that. That is great. There's a lot of horsepower there. I love that you spiced (laughs) that (laughs) up.
4: What an animal.
2: um, Our audio guy on our TV show this week played that, going to commercial break on one of our shows. I I wish we could do it every night. I love it so much. I'm just
1: spitballing here, but O-Dog should be a voice on Paw Patrol. He could be like the bad dog. Yeah, that's a great idea. Oh no, Here comes O dog
2: But like halfway through the episode, he'd just fall asleep <laughs> Like he'd be coming up with some diabolical scheme to to you know thwart the paw patrol, and then all of a sudden he'd be <laughs> about to confront them, and then he'd just be like
1: But he would be barking and stuff in his sleep, so
2: <laughs> And then the paw patrol would sheepishly walk away. Go back to play an adventure.
1: Wait, wait.
2: Yeah, the Raptors are down big time.
1: Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is on stage in Toronto.
2: (laughs) Okay. What's the next one (laughs) stuff?
4: We'll stay, we'll stay with the old dog here. Have you guys heard of the Say I Do with Overdrive in Vegas contest?
2: I have not heard about this, but you, you briefed me quickly, but I'm, I'm excited here. Is this for real? Is
1: so this happening?
4: This is for real. A lucky couple will be able to say their wedding vows or redo their vows in Vegas with the O-Dog, with Noodles, and with Brian Hayes. Uh, as part of the promo for this, uh, it was mentioned during Friday night's Leafs game against the Devils by Ray and Gordon. Here's how that promo sounded. But speaking of TSN radio, Ray, yeah, 1050's uh, afternoon show, Overdrive. That's Hayes in the middle. And yes, that is Dumb and Dumber on either side of him. They have a promo contest where you can get married or renew your vows in Vegas with those three knuckleheads. So
6: it's February 14th. The Leafs are there, so you go to the Leaf game. You get
7: married with those guys in your wedding party. (laughs) Apparently, an Elvis impersonator is lined up to perform the ceremony. That suit fit old like a banana
2: peel over a watermelon. Tell you what, if that side came off, it would go through someone like a bullet. (laughs) Green shoots you as off a leg and wide. So, I would want O-Dog to perform the ceremony.
1: So, did they just come up with this contest so they could go to Vegas?
4: I think they were already going to Vegas and this <laughs> just kind of got thrown in there, but... Because it's very... I love have been it. giving away uh, the Vegas tickets for uh, some time now, so this is just kind of... But
1: why the renew your vows or get married instead of, like, just a regular trip?
4: Well, They're creating I mean, more
1: work for themselves.
4: When you see those three guys, what else do you think of but a wedding?
2: Yeah, that's a great point by Christoph. Those guys scream nuptials.
1: What, can, do you have to be outside the Bell Media family? Can a Bell Media member win it?
4: No chance. I, I don't know. We can try. Well, let's give it a shot. Maybe a burner account? Perhaps?
2: Oh, here's an idea. Ben Teller wins it and says, yeah, yeah, I'm engaged. I'm engaged. And then Toolsy shows up as the groom. It. And then they get the honeymoon suite together
1: You could yeah. You could not pay Anyway, that's not it Why does Ben Teller have to be brought up? It's like It's like someone who's having a great day And they're like, just getting through life And then they're like Oh yeah, remember you owe $80,000 in taxes
8: I think I'm just a, a,
1: a penis guy Then you're like, well why did you have to bring that up? Why did I was having a good day All right, what's next, though?
4: All right, so uh, last week we had Kevin Burkhardt By the way, I do not owe $80,000 in taxes.
2: (laughs) I was going (laughs) to say, I I was changing the subject. (laughs) No. Tools didn't go too deep into the finances. No, I didn't
4: have to owe
1: any taxes. It was good.
4: Uh, So last uh, week we briefly mentioned Frank Thomas and the eugenics commercials. Yes. Yes. So I dug up one of the ones that was on TV. We can have a sound. Yeah, let's
2: hear this.
1: Oh my gosh! That's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me. Are you Frank Thomas?
2: Yes, I am.
1: I bet you get recognized a lot.
2: I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. A patented key ingredient, clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energy.
1: He went to the Hall of Fame. Some people thought so.
2: I know he's being modest. Okay.
4: That's Frank. So that's That's the the unit.
1: So that's uh, makes your oh, but it's not done. Oh.
4: So there, there's the, of course, the uh, tagline.
2: And you're gonna like the difference too. Yeah, so ladies.
1: Speaking to the ladies. Ladies, yeah.
2: you're gonna like the your husband's. <laughs> so,
1: but it's not Viagra. It's like gives you energy it's and like testosterone. A, it's like a
2: steel rod. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. So, so it, while on this uh, Frank Thomas type, yeah. I found another endorsement he called. He made a. Uh, for a com- company called Z- Zizzazz.
8: Uh, <laughs> Frank Thomas, Major League Baseball player. I was big on coffee and espresso
2: for many, many years. The energy boost was something I needed to play professional baseball. So once I was introduced to Zizzazz, I couldn't believe the difference. I couldn't believe the energy boost that I got every day. Mix one up with uh, 10, 12 ounces of water. And it's a perfect energy drink. Filled would B vitamins.
8: Uh, Incredible energy source. My favorite flavor of Zizaz is tangerine.
3: I love Zizaz
2: and so do my fans! Pick it up, shake it up, drink it up! Zizaz! Shake it up! Who are these people? I love (laughs) Zizaz! Who
1: are those people just hanging around Frank all day? Are they out of business? Because it's not even online.
2: We should get Frank on to talk about these things. Because he really is... uh, He's again one of those guys. I was like, I don't know if Frank's gonna be cool. He was so cool. He was so nice. Zizze.
1: <laughs> I love Zizza. <laughs>
2: Frank Thomas.
1: <laughs> hey, the good on him. Getting hurt. a paycheck.
2: Absolutely, let him get paid. He was a cool dude. Uh, do we have one more? We we can probably do one more.
4: We can do one more. All yeah, right. let's do one so, more. So uh, we'll go to F1 Sebastian Vettel. I oh know yeah, if it's pronounced? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was communicating during a race communicating with his pit crew. Uh, <laughs> here's what that sounded like
0: There's something loose between my legs, apart from
5: the obvious. So something flying around my feet. <laughs> okay, copy. Yeah. Around my feet, I mean, I'd be proud if it was what you think it is, but it's not. <laughs>
1: Well done. Vettel. That's pretty good going uh, 200 miles an hour and yeah. cracking
2: jokes. To have the the wherewithal to crack some jokes about it. I, I like that. F1. F1 is like a sport I feel like. Maybe I'm going to get into it. Just for the travel. Like our friend Tom told Jesse. Just got back from Japan. He went to the Japanese Grand Prix. He was like, it's fantastic. Why don't you just travel? But if you got into F1, then you'd have sort of like... It's almost like a like a guidebook. Like, okay, I got to hit all these races around the world. But so you get you to go pay, to then you, you gotta get pay for tickets. You get to go to Shanghai. Or you get to you go, go to Singapore. You get to go to Japan. Yeah, like while we still have these jobs, while TV
1: and radio still exists, might as well take advantage of it. Oh yeah, we're here for uh, once we get the European division in the. They need us to report on that. That's a good
2: point. Oh, we can move over there.
1: Staff, you and me, my over producer Tim. My over-under on a European division is 15 years. Are you taking the over or the under?
2: I would take... Oh, great question, Dan. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over.
1: Okay. I always take the over. I, so I got to stop. I, it's very difficult, though. It's almost that's a push I, for me. Yeah, that's right around the the time period that it would take. But here's the
2: problem. I want to take the under because... Not, I'm not working 15 more years.
1: F- that no, you have to. Do I? Yeah. I remember, I lost all my money. Oh yeah, yeah, I did so too. Fucking divorce. <laughs> um,
2: listen, this has been a really fun podcast. I really enjoyed uh, talking to the the bods out there.
1: I love this ass! I love talking about Ziz. <laughs> He is. How many zizzazzes does he have in him? He's there? seven zizzazzes
2: <laughs> deep. I
3: love,
1: I, 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 I love zizzazz. And a full bottle of eugenics. Nugenics? Nugenics.
2: And you're going to like the difference, too. He just shows up at the commercial shoot, just a gigantic erection, and just flying. <laughs> I love zizzazz. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, stuff. Uh, what do you think? Have you had fun this week? I love it as much as he loves his ass. Hey uh stuff next week. Yeah, we, we already have a, have our, we have a, a guest in studio in studio guest Craig Button former NHL GM Craig Button terrific guy. If you have only seen him in snippets on the TSN, you'll definitely want to check this podcast out. He is such a fascinating guy. And he he's no holds barred. Like he'll throw a player under the bus in a second. Yeah, he's he's just uh, uninhibited, and and but also a gentleman and has interest in a lot
1: of different things, so we can talk to him about a whole bunch of different stuff. It'll be great having him. We're going to talk a lot about Roman Turek. I don't know if Roman Turek was there when he was in Calgary. I think he was. I think he was. He gave him a lot of money. I didn't realize that uh, Marty St. Louis went to the Hall of Fame tonight,
2: and uh, Matt Dunn did a really good story with Michael Farber about Mar- Marty St. Louis on TSN last week. I didn't realize Craig Button was the guy who released Marty St. Louis from the Flames. We'll talk about that. I'm sure he's been asked about it, so we'll have to ask him about it. Yeah, that's one he might be one half back. Um, this has been a great pod. I hope you've enjoyed it.
1: And, Stop, uh, really appreciate it, bud. Thanks, buddy. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. And thanks for your phone calls. Really appreciate
3: it. They're going home. <laughs>